with Hunter Bishop. Alongo Productions Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop, the best pop culture podcast you are listening to right now at this very moment and the unofficial podcast of Mike and Ike's original fruit-flavored chewy candies, the only fruit-flavored chewy candies that are not quite scientifically proven to improve your sex life. Unfortunately, Hunter could not be here this week. Uh, Speaking of your sex life, Hunter is currently, and has been for at least two hours, been on the phone with the manager of his local Pizzaville, that is a pizza chain here in Canada, arguing with the man because Hunter heard a commercial for Pizzaville in which he thought that they were giving away free sex with every order, but in actuality... The commercial was just saying that their phone number is 3636. Unfortunately, the commercial was performed by a British man, so you can see where the confusion lies. So Hunter has been at it for two hours trying to get some form of recompensation for the misunderstanding. So we will once again be your guest hosts, Matt and Jonah. I am Matt. Say hello, Jonah. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville. Yes. That's the accent. That's the accent. Yes. That's my um, best impression. Yes, that's that's the accent of the man in the commercial. Fray six, fray six. Fray six, fray six. So you can see how Hunter thought that they were giving away free sex. Yeah, I, I, I when I first heard it, I thought too. Yeah, I mean, I kind of inferred that uh, surely a pizza place can't be giving that away. And if they are, they're not going to advertise. <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know. Yeah, but... Uh, Hopefully he he solves that. He's been on the phone for quite a while. Um, He's quite a persuasive man. Yes, and persistent and stubborn. Very much so. But uh, don't worry. You are in the safe and just safe hands of us. I was going to say capable, yeah. but I don't want to go that far. Almost capable. Yeah, the safe and almost capable hands of us, the best guest hosts in the podcast business. That's right. Of all the podcasts that are recorded in the greater Toronto area. Yeah. We're the best guest hosts. Yeah. Top, I don't top, know any other. Top three at least. Yeah. Yeah. Top three for sure. For sure no, top no three. No doubt. For sure. No doubt top three. Probably best. But I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Got to stay humble. We don't like to. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Got to stay That's humble. That's one of my redeeming qualities is uh, staying humble. Mo- Mo, I'm the most humblest. I'm so humble. It's one of the reasons I'm better than everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree. Yeah. Tell me I something I tell me something I don't know. <laughs> well, shall we get started? We got a busy episode. Yes, we do. Um we have lots of news to go over. We are going to be in honor of Peacemaker, the fantastic television series starring one John Cena. We'll be going over what we think are the top ten best performances by an athlete and hunter has devised a questionnaire that is scientifically proven to through the use of pop culture determine who you are as a human being at the deepest level um of of every fiber 
of your existence. Uh, this is, I'm nervous. And once, once you got, you guys told me about this, I, I, I was like, I'm going to fuck up somewhere and you're going to make fun of me. Yeah. Uh, Hunter devised this, um, as something to give any, uh, guests that may come on the podcast, should any guests come on. He said he'd like to get more guests on. We had that, uh, tattoo artist guy on once and he wants to get never there. again yeah ne- never, never again. again what was that guy's name uh buck buckford buck never buckford. forget it buck buckford uh was our so far one and only guest on the show uh he won a he he he, he won a contest or something um i don't know what like yeah what kind of blackmail he was sending hunter but I, I don't know either but if you'd like to go back to listen to that episode feel free but uh since then, there's been, there's been no guests. Hunter said he would like to maybe have proper guests on eventually. and he Maybe def- Mike or Ike, you know? Yeah, maybe Mike or Ike, if either of them are still alive. Um, but he devised this as something to give guests so our listeners can get to know the guests at the deepest level of their existence. And to test it out, we're going to give it to Jonah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, so... Jonah, are you ready uh, for the people to learn who you are as a human being at the deepest fiber of your existence um, through the use of pop culture? I'm as ready as I'll be. Okay. So Then Jonah is about to take the culture-popped confessional. Confessional? Yes, because uh, through these questions, you will be confessing to the world who you truly, truly are as a person. God, this is ter- this is terrifying. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, <clears throat> it's twenty-one questions here. Grab some okay. popcorn, folks. We are gonna learn. Well, I already know this, but you are gonna learn just how sick and twisted of an individual this man truly, truly is. What the fuck? Are you gonna expose me? Am I gonna be canceled? I'm not gonna expose you. You're gonna expose yourself, provided you answer all these questions truthfully. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, fuck. And I expect you to answer truthfully. Of course. I promise. I, I'll, I'll hold it up my hand. I know you, nobody can see me. I'm holding it up. Yeah. Eyes shut. I solemnly swear to not lie. Yes. Anyway, you ready? Uh, are you ready for uh, your deepest, darkest being to be known? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question one. What is your favorite video game? My favorite video game is Borderlands 2. Okay. What is your favorite game? Yeah, what is your favorite movie? I never really thought about this. Well, you better think now. You better think quick. Okay. Um we'll go back to my childhood. My thirst for adventure, uh The Goonies. All right. What is your favorite show? Peaky Blinders. Really of all time. I don't really know. I mean, uh, there's some I've I don't watch many shows twice, but I've watched that show twice. So. All right. Who is your favorite band or musical artist? This is your chance to admit you are a Swifty. <laughs> I'm not a Swifty. Okay. Then who is your favorite band or musical artist? Post Malone. Really? Yeah, I love him. I think he's a fucking chill dude and great musician. Talented as fuck. Who is your favorite actor? I never thought about this either. Now, I say actor, but this could be an actress as well. Uh, but uh, we're using the term actor as if gender not applied to the term. 
Oh my god. So who's your what favorite actor, male or female? I I I've never thought of a favorite actor. Well, this is come on, you better think now. Go into your depths. And remember, go, I, this like, will say a lot about you as a person. I don't even know if I'm I'd be truthful if I said I have a favorite actor cuz I've never thought of it. I've never given it thought, you know. Close your eyes, look deep within. Who pops out? Michael B. Jordan. Interesting. I don't know why. It's very interesting. Remember, that says a lot about you as a person. <clears throat> if you could be best friends with a famous person, who would it be? Jack Black. Great answer. Who is your favorite fictional character? See, again, who fucking thinks of this? Come on. Will you have like some sort of like deep report after this? Or like you're you're just judging me? Just answer the questions, Jonah. Okay. Who's my favorite fictional character? Yes. This could be anything from a video game, from a movie, from a television show. Uh, I would say books, but I know you don't read. I've read a couple. Oh. Is your favorite fictional character from one of them? No. Okay. Um, see, gut inks. I'm go- I'll go with my gut. Always go and with the gut. Saying, That's the point of this questionnaire. Rosalina. Okay. What has the best soundtrack? What has the best soundtrack? Yes. In your opinion, what has the best soundtrack? Again, this could be a movie, a show, a video game, any form of pop culture with a soundtrack. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'll just go with Peaky Blinders because it's got some killer tunes that are just so in tune with the show. Okay, Peaky Blinders. What is your favorite genre? All of them. You have to have a favorite genre. What's your favorite genre? Adventure. Not comedy. I like comedy, but I like I like I like adventure. Because uh, you can have comedy in adventure. That's true. I guess I'll go with adventure. Don't just take mine. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> unless I mean, unless it really is your favorite genre. I don't know. Goonies is my favorite movie. I love adventure shit. Finding things like Indiana Jones, you know. Uh, fucking Nicolas Cage National Treasure. <laughs> okay, so ad- adventure. There we go. Okay, yeah. what, what is your least favorite genre? Um, Remember, this could be movie genre, TV genre, book genre, video game genre, anything. Or all of the above grouped together. There's something you collectively don't like. I was going to say Western, but I've was ju- i I've been watching a Western show, and I've been really enjoying it. I just watched a couple Westerns. Really? Yes, I watched uh, Django Unchained, and I watched The Searchers. Um, yeah, so, like, I don't... Western is not, because Django Unchained, like, No Country for Old Men, you know. Uh, then I'm watching this sh- wonderful show, recommended 1883. Great show. Um, what's my least favorite genre? It's not film noir. Maybe silent film? No, because the artist is great, and that's the last silent film I've seen. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't think silent film is a genre. That's true. Um, My least favorite genre. You got a least favorite video game genre? I mean, I hate horror video games, but I love horror movies. That's interesting. You could say horror games, though. But I love horror movies, so would that? That's kind of like a. I guess, but you no know, one. Horror horror games are a very different experience than horror movies. That is true. So I you could classify them as as differently. Like you could say my least favorite genre is horror video games. 
Okay, I'll go with horror video games. Horror. Right. No, horror. <laughs> what is your guilty pleasure? Explain guilty pleasure to me. Guilty pleasure is a piece of entertainment that you enjoy despite it not being uh, either popular or uh, known as particularly good, but you enjoy it anyway. Um, I got everything Love Island. I love the show Love Island, UK mostly. I've watched every single season of the Love of Love Island UK. Um, every summer, I look forward to it. All right, Love Island is your guilty pleasure. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what video game would you want to have with you? Dying Light Two, because there's 500 and now. <laughs> Good joke. Good joke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, see, like Borderlands Two, I just have no reason to play it. What's like? Because I played it for so so long. Um, Would you want to play more of it if you were on a desert island or a deserted island? It was, I I guess like I'm just gonna say this because I've been watching a lot of speedruns, uh, Super Mario 64. That I can work hone my speedrunning craft while I'm on this deserted island. Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice. Thank you. It's deserted, so no one will know if you ever break any yeah, records. Yeah, but if I get but... rescued, then I. Will uh, and then I don't know how I'm gonna record my splits, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll figure that out. Okay. You can only listen to one song for the rest of your life. What is it? Um. This is incredibely difficult too. Right. I got to reach deep into my mind palace. That's the point of this questionnaire. Just you, you got to go within yourself. So yeah. Go as deep as you can within yourself. So those depths will be. Projected to the world. Um, God, I I don't I don't freaking know. Come on, I'll um, go with a uh, song. Oh fuck! I think it's called "I'm on Top of the World" by Imagine Dragons. Okay, you know the one. I've probably heard it in a commercial or something. Yeah. What is your favorite quote or lyric? The weather outside is... <laughs> Incredible answer. Thank you. Name... That's the first one. Gut check. Gut wrench. Gut, I mean, gut... Free from the gut. There you go. Okay. Name a movie, game, or television show that should never be remade. Space Jam. Name a movie, game, or TV show that should be remade. Space Jam. No, I'm just kidding. Were you going to say that Space Jam, too? Um... No, no. <laughs> name name something that should be remade. Yes. I don't like. I don't think that anything. I think there should be new IPs. Like, stop being fucking pussies and come up with new ideas. Come on, there's gonna That's be one answer. thing that you think could be remade and improved upon, or something. Perhaps an old game uh, that hasn't aged well. A movie that could be updated for modern times. Um. I'm trying to think like of a movie that I really enjoy that not a lot of people enjoy. That if they made it correctly nowadays... Would be well received. I think if John Jonathan Larson made his place uh, Suburbia... What was it called? Sub- Superbia. Superbia. Nowadays, like today, I think that it would have gone over much better than... Because it, it, it's extremely relevant to today's society. I don't think Superbia was ever made at all. No, I know. So you're it saying, should be made. So you're saying it 
so you're saying something that was almost made should be made. Yeah. Instead yeah, of something that was made and should be remade. Interesting. First action. of all, the the music is incredible. Yeah. Um, it's it's a brilliant idea, and it's in, extremely relevant to today's society and this generation. Very interesting answer. Says a lot about you. Thank you. Thank you. What is your? F- I, I think. Go ahead. I think. I think. Uh, I thought. I thought you'd like that one, but uh, that just came. That's the first thing that came. Okay. To me. Uh, what is your favorite type of story? Um, I like a good mystery. Okay. What scene always makes you cry? Um, I've um, I've never rewatched it because of how I've. Ne- this is the last scene that I've like legitimately bawled my eyes out and that's when uh Chiwetel Ejiofor's character in 12 Years a Slave returns home in the movie 12 Years a Slave that's the last movie I've legitimately bawled my eyes out okay interesting answer says a lot about you thank you what fictional world would you want to live in god Hogwarts would be cool but like I don't know wands and shit I, I just I, if if you've seen the magicians, I'd love to live in that world, with Fillory and uh, being a magician myself, kind of going to some magic school like Hogwarts, but like more like an actual university. Okay. What is your most unpopular pop culture opinion? That Taylor Swift is a terrible artist. Oof! You're gonna make a lot of people mad with that one. <laughs> I know, right? And last question, and this this is a doozy. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So get your thinking cap on, or just yep. go with just go with your gut answer, your first in- instinct. Okay. Yep. What do you think is the power of storytelling and or entertainment? Um, can I get that question used in the in um the definition, please? Definition of what? The question. What's the what do you think the power of storytelling is? Um or just entertainment in general. I think it's something that can expand your I mean it could take you to places that you never thought it could exist, you know? You know, you live a normal everyday life. Life is so mundane or boring and when you play a video game like like Borderlands or The Witcher, even Cyberpunk, GTA, you're transported into a world. You're you take control of a character and you're transported into a world, even if it's for an hour or two. It's it's just it's it's such a there's no feeling like that. And the same with movies, you know, superheroes with actual superpowers. There are real life heroes, but superheroes don't exist. So going to the movies, the, that's why Marvel movies are so great because. You're, you're transported into a world where anything can happen. And it, it's, you, you, no matter how old you are, you, you'll feel like a, you feel like a kid watching some of the stuff, you know? Bit That's of a, my answer. Bit of a long answer, but I will allow Fuck it. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I, I reached deep there. Okay, Fuck you. Okay, listen, Jonah, that's the end of the, pop, of the Culture Pop Confessional. And so now the entire world knows who you are at the deepest level of being. I appreciate that. There's no tabulating results? No, it's for everybody Everybody listening to uh, calculate themselves and decide on what type of person you are based on those answers. 
Okay. <laughs> how, how did I do? Did I... There is no good or bad. There is only revealing yourself to the world. Am I going to get murdered? You have just walked onto a stage and removed all your clothes. That's okay. You've Nothing been, to be ashamed of. You've revealed yourself. The true you. Listen. I, nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. Anyway. I'm not afraid. Anyway. Um, oh, baby. That was longer than I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Some of your, some, some of your answers went, went on a bit, but they were good answers. Solid answers. Except that Taylor Swift one. That's going to make a lot of people mad. I hope so. A lot of people. I hope it makes them seethe. I just hope they can find it in their hearts to forgive you. It's okay. Uh, Because... If they don't forgive me... Let let me tell you, if you ever come across Swifties, you're in big trouble, mister. I know, right? Yeah. Look forward to it. Anyway. Bring it on. Anyway, do you know what time it is now? I have no clue. Time for hot takes with extra maple syrup. This is where we give you, beauty. This is where we give you the pop culture news of the week, and we give you our hot takes on them, covered in extra maple syrup. Because delicious. You don't want regular hot takes. You can get regular hot takes from any idiot. We give you hot takes with extra maple syrup. Real hot takes that you're gonna want to consume. Mm. None of that sad shit. Yeah, just pour, just pour all that fucking delicious maple syrup. Ooh, have mercy. Maybe a, a little bit of sad shit. I don't know. How's Matt feeling? I don't know. Some sad shit. Okay, let's. No, we we don't we don't want to talk about sad stuff. Come on, man, cut it out. Cut it out. Shake it off. You know what I'm saying? That you hated Taylor Swift. Yeah. I do. What, is, what, is, what does that have to do with anything? You just said shake it off, so now you're quoting Taylor Swift. Listen. I said cut it out, and then, and then you said shake it off. You quoted Taylor Swift. That was just a coincidence. Is it, though? Yeah. Because I wasn't quoting Taylor Swift. You were quoting Taylor Swift. No. No, I wasn't. You got it, dude. Whatever you say. Okay. Let's get right. Let's get into the news. I'm not doing that actually. Fucking probably copyrighted. What were you gonna say? That's copyrighted. Uh, the drama alert shit. I don't know what that is. It, uh, good. Okay. Okay. Let's. Um, if it's good that I don't know what it is, I find it a little troubling that you do know what it is. Yeah. Anyway, Mission Impossible Seven and Eight have both been delayed one year each. Seven will now release oh. in twenty twenty three, and eight in twenty twenty four. So good, I love delays. It's so used to them, so many. It's so good, I love them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think Jonah is being what we call in the business facetious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want some good yeah. news? Yeah, because that news is uh, is yeah. giving me bad blood. See, you're doing it again. What? You're quoting Taylor <laughs> Swift. What's? It's a Taylor Swift song. How do you know that? Uh, because I know quite uh, a few Swifties, and so I am familiar with her work. Mm. So now either you're secretly a Swiftie, or you're trying to do the other guy's TLC bit, but with Taylor Swift. I, um... 
I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, you can tell me. No, no, I'm not. I fucking hate Taylor Swift. Oh, I'm deadly serious. Oh, please. You're doing something. Uh, come on, I'm come not. On. Listen, man, cut it out. <laughs> you're just trying to bait me, and it's not going to work because I'm not quoting her. You are quoting her. I'm not trying to bait you at all. I'm just saying, man, cut it out. Anyway. I, I, <laughs> I'm not fucking quoting her, dude. I'm not trying to get you to quote her. I'm trying to get you to admit that you're quoting her. No, no. Let's get, let's continue with the news. How rude. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is joining the cast of Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. Mary Elizabeth Winston. Why does that sound so familiar? Uh, Ramona Flowers. Oh, shit. Among other things. Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Huntress Um, and uh, Birds of Prey, if you've seen it. I I just hope that she's, you know, it's it's better than Boba Fett. Boba Fett. People are mad that Boba Fett isn't a uh, ruthless killer in the show. Uh, which is funny to me because in the original trilogy he was an incompetent idiot who was killed in about two minutes. Oh, yeah, he had yeah. like he had like he had like five minutes of screen time in Empire Strikes Back in which he was hired to catch Han Solo and uh, he didn't really do shit. Lando caught Han Solo for the Empire, and then uh, in like the first two minutes of Return of the Jedi he was. Uh, he was fucking destroyed by Luke and sent into the Sarlacc pit. So Boba Fett incop- was always an incompetent idiot. He was never a ruthless killer, and his dad was also incompetent. He was killed in about 30 seconds. He was decapitated by Sam Jackson. Didn't even put up a fight. <laughs> Take yeah. that, nerds. Yeah. And I say that as someone who likes Boba Fett as a character, but he was never, he was never a ruthless badass. You just thought he was cool because of his armor. Me too. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you something. You, you, you uh, oh, Boba Fett's Boba Fett's not a, a ruthless murderer, and oh, there's 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 a biker gang in the show with with colorful bikes. Star Wars is for kids, okay? It's a children's property. Boba Fett's always been a incompetent idiot. So you people, you just you got a bad attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Squid Game season two, that's a go. I figured. Yeah, but now it's official. I don't know. Um... What took Netflix so long? I don't think it would live up. It, it has so much to live up to. I don't know if it can. Yeah. But I believe that the uh, the creator is a genius. And uh, he might come up with something remarkable. Mm-hmm. It will still captivate people. And people will tune in and watch season two. Definitely. Cause, well, people you know, will watch. Might know, who knows? But hopefully he doesn't pull a... Uh... Was that show True Detective? That's true. Captivated like, everybody in season one, and then season two, everybody said, "Yeah, this shit sucks." Yeah, but they—it was kind of anthology. It was an anthology series, so they—they they change characters and shit. And the characters in season one were so fantastic; it was hard to live up to. But it's not the same. It's a continuation. Just hopefully. There's a little bit smarter decisions by some of the characters in um, in season two. That's all. What that's what I hope for. Okay, next up, Warner Brothers is developing a sequel to A Christmas Story with Peter Billingsley returning as Ralphie. Um, you know what I say to this? I say no way, Jose. 
Warner Bros. Um, is a little bit off their rocker recently. Yeah. They're uh, they're just given like who I don't know like are, are the execs at Warner Bros. just like taking meetings and someone gives them an idea and they're like yeah yeah that's we're gonna take that classic and we're gonna fucking ruin it. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. If you wanted to ruin a Christmas story, you should have just put it in Space Jam 2. Exactly. Got him. Got him. <laughs> okay, on to some better news. The first trailer of Moon Knight dropped this week, and its re- uh, its release date has been revealed. It premieres March 30th on Disney+. Plus. Looking uh, pretty I, good. I, I, uh, I uh, really like this commercial. Plus, Moon Knight. His father was a rabbi, so he is a Jew. Ooh, saucy. Yeah, you got. But yeah, got, this looks. Got this looks some, some representation. This this uh this looks fantastic. Yes, it does. Oscar Isaac finally. Oscar Isaac has been in everything. Yeah, finally, some actual cinematography in the MCU. Fuck, I'm excited for this. So am I. I didn't even know who Moon Knight was two weeks i mean like i knew there was a show coming but i don't i didn't know of it and it was like oh wow that's you know this guy's crazy if any disney plus show can can if any disney plus show can come close to the quality of like the netflix marvel shows like daredevil it's this one I, i'm i'm just thinking hawkeye was such a it was very light and this looks a lot darker yeah and a lot heavier and I I like that because I don't want every single show like Loki. There was some there was some main plot points that will cast you know big things in the Marvel universe, but Hawkeye and Loki were both lighthearted, fun shows. This seems like it's Dark Knight dark, and I I, I hope, hope it is. I hope it is. Um, Man, and... what 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 a what a trailer! Have mercy. Lord, give me strength. Yes. Anyway, next up, Daniel Radcliffe will play Weird Al in a biopic. Is Weird Al 5'5"? Five five? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm not short-shaming, okay? I'm not even that tall. Yeah, you're short-shaming Harry Potter? What's wrong with you? you just jealous? I know. You got a bad yeah. attitude, man. Yeah. Okay, you got to cut it out. What? The fuck are you saying? I'm gonna cut bad attitude. Cut it out. I'm just, bad. I'm just saying, man. Um. Anyway, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga now has an official release date of April fifth. Wow. And there's a mumble mode, so you can turn on classic Lego game mumble. Oh, I like that. Yeah, the, the game itself also looks really fucking sweet. Oh yeah, it does. I thought it was like Xbox released a like a picture or like on YouTube or something, and I was like, "Oh my god, this shit's coming to Game Pass!" But no, I don't think it's, it's coming. Not. Yeah, it's not. It's coming to Xbox and PlayStation That's Five true. and PlayStation Four and PC, and I think Nintendo Switch. Although yeah. the footage they showed off in this trailer definitely not on the Switch. No. No. Anyway. Next up, people are reporting that PS3 games have been spotted on the 
PlayStation Store on PS5, leading to speculation that Sony have figured out backwards compatibility for the system. Well, I sure fucking hope so. <laughs> what? What? Uh, I don't know what the whole situa- situation is. I just want. So. I just want to be able to play Sly Cooper. That's all I want. Just keep. Okay. Just, just let me play Sly Cooper on my PS5, please, Sony. I would give you a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. In IOUs, but come on. Like, I'll be good for it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series is officially titled Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. It starts streaming September 2nd on Amazon Prime. Yeah, hopefully this is... I mean, I like the Wheel of Time, and but they were trying to make it this epic fantasy that um, kind of, like, took shit from Game of Thrones and and The Witcher... And it just it wasn't creative enough. They you know? they just took things from other like properties. No, but they there wasn't a, an identity. There wasn't an identity for the show. Um, it was very meh, to say the least. I hope that they find and have created an identity for Lord of the Rings and don't try to replace. If Game it was of Thrones if it was very meh, how come you advocated for it to be nominated for a bunch of Bishop Awards? Because I enjoyed it, okay? Oh, so you like enjoyed adventure. it, you thought it was meh. It's true, you I'm, do I'm, like adventure. It's your favorite I genre. Listen, I'm allowed, I didn't, it's a great adventure show, okay? But it's meh. But, but the finale. Oh, the finale was, was meh. T- was, was terrible. Okay, so a bad finale. So they did steal an idea from Game of Thrones. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> No, what I'm saying is I don't want Lord of the Rings to to try to replace Game of Thrones. You know, I know you're not a fan of Game of Thrones, but there was a lot of fans of Game of Thrones. I don't think Lord of the Rings has to try and replace Game of Thrones. I think Lord of the Rings just has to be Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but people are going to compare it to the greatest movie trilogy of all time. and This is true. It's never going to live up to it. I mean, we'll see. Amazon put like a shitload of money. I think it's like the most expensive television show ever made. Yeah, but that doesn't always equate to to quality. No, but at least on a budget standpoint, it should it should um they have all the tools is what I'm saying. They they yeah. were given all the tools to match the quality of the movies. No, I know. I, it's just I don't think there's there's bigger there's been bigger shoes to fill for a property in a long time. Listen, all it really has to do is be better than the Hobbit trilogy. That's true. Anyway, uh, are you ready for some big news? Big news. Love love me some big news. There's two pieces of news left. They're both big. We're going to start with the less big one, and then we'll end with the biggest news of the week. Big, big news. Okay, here we go. Microsoft is acquiring Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. Yeah, if you haven't heard of heard this, you're living under a fucking rock. Yeah. Uh, Matt, damn. Matt texted me at nine in the morning. That's how important this news was. Yeah, I I was ready to go back to sleep because it's nine in the morning yeah. and I don't wake up at nine in the morning. Um, same actually, and I for some reason I checked my phone. I yeah, for some reason I checked my phone too, and that's the first thing I saw, and it was like I drank three Red Bulls. Honestly. A shot of adrenaline. I mean, my God, 68.7 billion dollars, almost 70 billion dollars. Have mercy. This is fucking. It's it's insane. 
Yeah. It's not going to make me play Call of Duty, but... Like. No, but... Okay. Uh, so anyway, once the deal is approved, everyone at Activision Blizzard and all the studios they own will report to Phil Spencer as CEO. Current CEO and uh, sex pest and friend of Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Bobby Kotick, will be gone. Oh, they, they've announced that? Uh, not formally, but it's pretty much that that's what's going to happen. Okay, good. Um... Like, like they left him out of all of the, when they were saying how the, uh, everything was going to be structured once the deal is done. Like they left, they didn't even mention him. They left him out of everything. Like he's gone. Him and his team are, of, uh, of, uh, sex pests are gone. This is the best thing that could have happened to Blizzard and Activision. Yeah. Uh, also of note is that Microsoft, uh, will not take on any of the lawsuits against Activision Blizzard. So they're still on their own with that. Good. Yeah. Um, anyway, in the official announcement, it stated that Activision Blizzard games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms, and we plan to continue to support those communities moving forward. And then uh, Big Papa Phil Spencer tweeted on Thursday, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. End of tweet. I just, I, I honestly, I couldn't see see this playing out the same way if it was vice versa. I don't think so either. But so basically to me, I think this is what's going to happen. So Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4, those will end up on PlayStation because they're already in development. Mm-hmm. They're not taking war. They're not pulling Warzone or anything. Um, they're any. They're gonna. They're gonna keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Anything else? Yeah, but that, that means like Diablo and Overwatch Two are gonna be on Game Pass. Which oh no, absolutely. Everything will be on Game Pass day one. Uh, but like the stuff that's so Overwatch Two and Diablo Four are already being made for PlayStation. They're gonna keep. They're not gonna pull that. Like they're gonna respect that. They'll be released on PlayStation. Um, but it'll be buy it or part of your Game Pass. Same thing. Call of Duty. They'll keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. I don't think Call of Duty will be a yearly release anymore. Uh, but when Call good. yeah, very good. But when Call of Duty does come out, it'll be on PlayStation or part of Game Pass. So they still get the money from PlayStation and they still get the player base of PlayStation with the selling point of oh, you really like COD? Um, it's part of your subscription instead of buying it all the time uh but what i also think this means and he did an interview phil also did another interview where he said that he he wants to look at bringing back some of activision's older ips you know that he likes or whatever like i I think one of the ones he mentioned was guitar hero he wants to try and bring back guitar hero oh that's good that's real good uh but anyway so to me what this means is that Activision has a bunch of studios that they basically relegated to helping Call of Duty. All those studios will now be able to make whatever the fuck they want. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, and those games will be Xbox exclusive. I have no doubt about it. Okay. Yeah. So like they have studios like Raven Software, which has been relegated to Call of Duty backup for like a decade. Mm-hmm. They used to make incredible games. They made the best movie, ba- one of the best movie-based games of all time, with the X Men Origins game. I mean, it's. I think it's good right? for the gaming yeah. community. Absolutely, gaming. They, everything. It's certainly good for these studios. They had Toys for Bob, who just a couple of years ago made the incredible Crash Four, mm-hmm. and have since been relegated to nothing but fucking 
Call of Duty. Uh, Vicarious Visions, which made the the uh, the last game they did was the Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two. They had to help. Mm-hmm. They they were relegated to helping on uh, on Diablo Two, uh, Resurrected. So to me, like all these studios, um, High Moon Studios is a good studio that also works for them. They made the Deadpool game and some good Transformers games in the past. Like they've all been working on Call of Duty. So now they're going to be able to make whatever they want. That's it's fantastic. They can make something, whatever. They can make an original game. They can make a game based on I don't know one of the fuck man. Toys for Bob can make a Banjo Kazooie game on Xbox. Yes, Microsoft owns Banjo Kazooie. Oh, true. Fuck, I forgot. I, I thought you were talking saying Crash Bandicoot. Fuck. They could make a Crash Bandicoot game too and make it Xbox exclusive if they wanted. Microsoft owns Thank Crash God. Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon now. I, 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 unbelievable. Two former PlayStation mascots. But yeah, they can unbelievable. They can make more Tony Hawk games and make them Xbox exclusive if they want, which I think they would. I think the only one that's staying multi-platform is Call of Duty and any games currently in development for PlayStation. Everything else, if they make a new Crash Bandicoot, I don't see why they would put it on PlayStation. If they do make a new Spyro, I don't see why they would put it on PlayStation. Great. This is the world that we live in. Was turned upside down with this transaction. Truly, truly incredible. Fucking wild times. Anyway, all I wanted, if if even one of these studios gets to do anything other than make a Call of Duty game, then this is a good deal for for uh, the devs. Yeah. Yeah. And let Toys for Bob make Banjo Kazooie. Yep. Please do it, Phil. We beg you. Anyway, you ready for the biggest news of the week? Please, I don't know how it could be bigger than that. But Okay. Uh, well, in a Zoom meeting, the Italian Senate was Zoom-bombed by a user who joined the meeting and shared Final Fantasy VII hentai before being kicked out. An Italian Senate the, meeting? The Italian Senate. So the Italian government was in a Zoom meeting. A user joined the Zoom meeting. And on that user screen shared a video of Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII hentai pornography before he was promptly kicked out of the Zoom meeting. Was um was this guy hailed a hero? He should be. That's why That's fantastic. That's why it's the biggest news of the week. Now how do I how do I do this so I can tell that fucking dickhead classmate of yours? To suck a fat fucking dick. Um, let's not get into that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's not incriminate ourselves. Yeah, you didn't hear that. Yeah, I'll probably edit that out. So just say something else. Yeah, that's some good news, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Natural. Anyway, uh, that's been Hot Takes. I'm Matt. I'm Jonah. And that's the way the cookie is. Wow. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know what time it is now? No. What time is it, Mr. Wolf? It is time for Gamer Tag of the Week. Special shout out to this week's Gamer Tag of the Week, Jack Mihoff. Jack Mihoff. Jack Mihoff. Good for good on you, Jack Mihoff. Good on you. God, that's uh, that's some good shit. 
Yes, it is some good shit. Anyway, uh, do you want to do three minutes or do you want to skip it this week? Uh, we can skip it. I, I don't feel like it's necessary. Nothing crazy going on this week. We've really just been playing old games or trying to catch up. Yeah, um, we're pretty much just watching the same stuff we've been watching last week. Um, although I started playing Paparazzi today. So. Paparazzi. If you have Game Pass, download Paparazzi. It's like Pokemon Snap, but you take pictures of dogs. Oh, yes. that's, that's cute. And you play as a, for some reason, in a world full of dogs, you play a walking, living camera. That's impressive. Yeah. There's a selfie mode How... in the game. It's quite haunting. <laughs> you can see yourself? Yeah, in selfie mode. And you are legitimately just a walking, giant camera. But cute dogs. That... Paparazzi. That's what counts. That's incredible. Anyway, what are we doing now, Matt? Ad break. <laughs> Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Jizzy Jim's Art Supplies. Jizzy Jim's Art Supplies are the finest art supplies in the entire world of art. They got paints. They got brushes. They got easels. They got stencils. They even have protractors. I don't know how that's an art supply, but they fucking got them, okay? Jizzy Jim's art supplies are so good that when you own their products and are getting ready to do some artwork, if you can't find your paints, Jizzy Jim branded paints, even the calmest of all people will go ballistic, will go apeshit. You'll want to rip someone's head off. You'll accuse everybody in your family, all your friends, everybody around of stealing them. Because that's how traumatic it is when you can't find your Jizzy Jim's paints. That's how good that fucking pain is. Okay? Simply order some from Jizzy Jim's Art Supplies, who will hand deliver them to you. Jizzy Jim's Art is a subsidiary of Jizzy Jim's Wild Game Jerky. Thank you to today's sponsor. Yeah, thank you once again. Yes. Really helps the podcast. Stay. So, Matt. Stay moving. <clears throat> Matt. Matt. Yes. What, what, now what time is it? It's time for the main event. Oh, it's fun time. Yes. The best. In honor of Peacemaker. Incredible show starring one John Cena. Uh, and, Maybe the best. And the effects are so good, you can even see him in the show. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, incredible show. So in honor of him, we're going to go over the top 10 best athlete performances. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slim picking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is a bit slim picking, to be honest. Anyway, uh, did we put these in any definitive order, or are we just going to list nah. them randomly? Okay. We'll just list. So it's not a top 10, it's just 10. Yeah. But these are the 10 best. For sure. In no particular order. In no particular order. Yeah. Uh, first one is uh, Cam Neely in As Sea Bass in Dumb and Dumber. Yes, Cam Neely as Sea Bass. Do you remember this? Because I have trouble remembering. This. How could you not remember Seabass in Dumb and Dumber? You remember in Dumb and Dumber when they're in the diner? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's the guys in the back of the diner 
And one of them, like they're like jerks, and one of them is Seabass. <laughs> he comes, he comes to them. Like I don't remember exactly what they did to annoy him or piss him off, but he 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 comes up to their table and he spits in like Jim Carrey's hamburger. I think I think now it's starting to ring a bell. And then they go up to but, him and they're like, they pretend to be nice and they apologize, and they say they'll they'll um like buy or like they'll. They're like, hey, we're sorry, Seabass, food's on us. And then they go to the cashier and say, Seabass over there has apologized to us and said that our food is on him. Then they left. <laughs> you don't remember this? I um, I don't know why. It's one of the best scenes. Seabass. No, I know. Seabass. Seabass. I'll have to look it up after. When you look it up, you'll feel really dumb that you forgot this. It makes sense, you know? Yeah. Title. Seabass. Anyway, next one, I've never seen. <laughs> it's Roddy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper in They Live. First of all, uh, you have to fix that and see They Live. They Live. What, what movie is that? Uh, this is about Rowdy Roddy Piper gets a pair of sunglasses that shows him how the world really is and the world is actually run by aliens who just want everybody to consume products and obey. Oh, this is the movie where he, he this is the movie where he walks into the, like the bank and it's filled with aliens. He's got a shotgun. He goes, "I've come here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum." That's from They Live. Like that that line? That line is from They Live. So like Duke Nukem stole that line yes. from They Live? Yes. Wow. Yes, this wow. is directed by John Carpenter. Wow. Yes. I wow. Co-star and I might add your boy Keith David. Wow! Now okay, it's on the list. Yeah, you you gotta watch They Live. It's this is on the list. It's fucking awesome. Roddy Piper and Keith David have like a five minute fight in like an alley. It's incredible. Really? Yeah. I um, I I don't know why I've never seen this or I've never even. Like what the fuck? I, I, what's yeah. wrong with me? It's 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 about how aliens have taken over society and they control the humans through subliminal messaging in advertisement and media. And he's got this these sunglasses that uh, sh- that he, when he puts them on, the whole world he sees it how it really is. And if someone's an alien, he sees what they really look like. Okay, this is on the list. Yes, put it on the list. Watch it as soon as possible. I will. I kind of want to watch it now too. We might end the podcast early so I can go watch it. <laughs> nah. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? I'm oh, sorry. Do you really want to taste it? Yeah. Should Should we just go into him then? Since we're already on this subject. Yeah, John Cena as Peacemaker. Yeah, incredible. Inc- go watch this he show. Was, he, he was incredible in the watch, movie, and he's even better in the show. More fleshed out in the show. A lot more emotional range. John Cena can act like. Yeah, man. He's fucking hilarious. God, his comedic delivery is top-notch. Oh, my God. He's so good. He plays such a good, like, dumb asshole. I, like, I don't, I I hope he gets recognition. Not, I don't think he will get recognition because it's a superhero show. He should. But he should because it's, he plays it so deadpan. Listen, I know it might be difficult giving an Emmy to a man who's invisible, but give him an Emmy. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We'll know he's, he's recognized. We'll hear. We'll hear him when he talks in the microphone. We yeah. don't have to. It doesn't matter that we can't see him. 
Listen, the whole cast is great. Yes, they are. But him specifically. Him specifically. If we're talking about him specifically, and he's incredible. He was meant to play this. Like, this was his destiny. Honestly. I don't even... I, I don't know who, if if how he... Like, how he ended up getting cast. But, it, like, I can't imagine. Like, it, like, this was written... It seems like it was written specifically for him. I'm sure it was. Knowing James Gunn. I don't think it was. I'm sure it was. He said the only character no. he's he said he said Idris Elba is the only person he's ever specifically written a character for. Really? Yeah. So again, I don't know how John Cena ended up talking to James Gunn or, or auditioning or whatever, but like he's so perfect that it just seems like this was written specifically for him. I mean, the show was written specifically for him, but like even in the movie, it seems like it's yeah. even even in the movie, it's like no one else could have played peacemaker he seems like a joke but he's got so much layers and he's got a lot of depth yeah so good so good plus you see him in those tidy whities he's got a willem he's got a willem defoe dong (laughs) he is john cena i expected nothing less you think that's his real dong or do you think he's he's like got a fake thing in like mark like mark Wahlberg and boogie nights uh you know what It, it could be fake it could be real his discretion discretion you know what peacemaker reminded me of our next on the list batista mr dave big daddy batista yes as drax big daddy david batista who i might add as a wwe superstar had one of the greatest theme songs in history definitely song fucking slaps you know when he first started out as drax he it, it, he wasn't really in the acting game like some, like John Cena was or The Rock was. No, when he, yeah, like, when he it was like his first, a major role, and I was like, wow, I can't believe he's gonna be this major character in a Marvel had, movie. I think before Jax, he had done like some straight to DVD stuff, but like yeah, like no like movie movies. And now that he's done some actual serious acting work for like Blade Runner and Dune and, you know, comedic work in some other shit. I mean, he's done all sorts of shit. He's been all over the radar. He, uh, army, what was it? Army of the dead? That, that movie? Yes. Very, very well acted by him. Dune, Blade Runner. I, um, and now it's just like he could bring a lot more to Drax, but it was like he was meant for him. He didn't, at the beginning, he didn't have to be this tremendous actor. He just had to be this idiot, and it worked perfectly. And now I think it's evolved, he's evolved into like a fan favorite, obviously. He's got some of the best moments in, in Avengers Infinity War. I think he has the best and, moment in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. He might. <laughs> when he's invisible. Yeah. Taking one out of John Cena's book. Honestly. Yeah, he learned it from John. Yeah. So Drax, I I don't I don't see how it could be anybody else. No. And I look forward to whenever I see Drax because I look forward whenever I see Batista in a movie. Honestly. You ever see Stuber? I mean No, I haven't, but <laughs> It's pretty good. I, is it? Pretty is good. it worth the watch? I think so. If you like Batista and you like uh, Kumail, it's, I think it's a solid like Friday night watch. <laughs> anyway, um, 
the next on the list is I, I'm glad me and Matt agree on this. I feel like it's The Rock's best performance. I was flip-flopping is, between this one and Pain and Gain, but I, I, I decided on this one. I just think, I don't know, the, the Jumanji is the movie. Yeah. And Jumanji was the, the movie where um, my dad's hate for The Rock turned into love. So good. He's so good. Like, that's how good The Rock is. My dad went from disliking him in movies, thinking he was terrible in movies, to think, saying, wow, he's actually hilarious and really good, and I look forward to The Rock in movies now. Yeah, Jumanji just uses The Rock in the, like, it uses all of his strengths as an, act, as an actor. He gets Now, it's, cra- yeah. it's crazy. Because, uh, like, John's, I feel like John Cena and Batista have more depth as actors. Batista definitely. I, I I don't know about John Cena. You're right, but I think Peacemaker is is seriously a role where. Oh, it's. A, I mean, he plays it. He plays it so well. You could tell. Yeah. You could see. I don't know if it's just me wanting to see it, but you could see the sadness within him, and I think that's due to John Cena actually embracing the role. Yeah. No. But in, enough in, about John Cena. Role. I think The Rock shows like there's a couple of movies like where like. I can point you to where I think The Rock shows genuine range as an actor, mm-hmm. uh, but Juman- Jumanji just uses like all of his best qualities, like all of his charisma, is just perfectly absolutely, but it's perfectly packed into the character he plays in Jumanji. Doctor Smolder really Bravestone. <laughs> Even with the name, yeah, he plays a nerd in the body of Doctor Smolder Bravestone. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. He was born to smolder. He was born a smolder. Anyway, the next one. I don't know how this even happened, but uh, somehow, some way, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a co-pilot in Airplane. Yes. And he's fantastic. He's It's so deadpan. It's so great when the girl comes up to him. Aren't you that basketball player? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the co-pilot. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I mean, it's because it's it's so unexpected. Boy, I, it seems like this was like some a chance encounter happened between Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the director. Some I don't know producer. how it, it's so good. It's so good. He's just there as like some random, like you just kind of see him at first as some random like co-pilot's like background character. Like, is that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And then when he finally starts getting lines, it's, it's the best. It's, I mean, it truly. It, it's it's that type of sh- comedy and shit that make Airplane and Leslie Nielsen and all that shit so good. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. There was another Leslie Nielsen movie with a, a an athlete co-star, but uh, we don't want to talk about that. I don't. I can't. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to. If you don't want to talk about it, I can't. It's not coming to the head, brain. So, do you not know who I'm talking about? I. I I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, let's let's oh, listen. All I'll uh, say about this other person is that he really killed it. Yeah. Yeah. And her and him. Anyway. Next is uh It was OJ. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I put two two together, dude. No, no, no. For stupid. the listeners, for the just in case none of the li- okay. you know, we might have some younger listeners who've never heard of him. Just getting it out there. He's a mur- now, he's a murderer. Watching this as a child, you might not think so. 
But after watching Space Jam 2, you can see how much fucking charisma Michael Jordan has. Michael Jordan has in the original Space Jam. I think Michael because Jordan did a very good job at playing Michael Jordan. He did. Yeah. He didn't have to do much, but LeBron James elevates him to another like the next degree because LeBron James I swear to God was just there for a paycheck yeah now and listen. just to just to be like Michael did it I want to do it we're not advocating you go and watch Space Jam 2 to better appreciate Space Jam 1 because if we did that would make us terrorists <laughs> exactly but just trust us yes yeah okay and let's just the- let's just stick that jackass do not try at home warning right now. Do not watch Space Jam 2. Whatever you do. Ever. I, and this isn't some like reverse psychology. Ever in life. No, no, no. Legitimately don't do it. Unless unless you get off on pain and suffering, don't do it. If someone says, I will shoot you with this gun, or you have to watch Space Jam 2, you tell them to shoot you. I would not wish it upon my worst enemy for them to watch Space Jam 2. Honestly? Like, I wouldn't. No matter how much I hate a person, I would not wish... I would, like, even... I wouldn't even wish Michael to watch Space Jam 2. Honestly? You know who you are, Michael. Fuck Michael. Fuck fuck you. But don't watch Space Jam 2. I'll protect you from that. Anyway. I hope you get hit by a bus, though, uh, Michael. But don't watch Space Jam 2. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Some some guy named Michael's going to listen and think that it's him. No, 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 no. Listen. L- listen. If the Michael I'm talking about is listening, he fucking knows that I'm talking about him. Yeah, you're and, hot mother Michael. And, I don't know if she was actually hot, it, but it's, that's it what is the, nothing all to, the guys say. It has nothing to do with his mother. But listen, if there's any Michaels out there listening, you know I'm not talking about you. But if the specific Michael I'm talking about is listening, you fucking know I'm talking about you. I hope you get hit by a bus. <laughs> but I would never want you to watch Space Jam 2. That's how bad Space Jam yes. 2 is. The man I want to get I have hit, no problems with the, the man I, I want no to get hit by Michael. a bus. Okay, the man I wish upon to have a terrible disease that lasts months of suffering. He pulls through, gets out of the hospital, and on his way home gets hit by a bus and dies. That guy, I wouldn't even want him to watch Space Jam Two. That's how bad it is. That's, that's <laughs> okay. On to, let's let's move on from that. Yeah. Jordan, of course, a lot of charisma. Yeah. Or just compared to LeBron James. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's still great in it. I, he is. Like, Although one thing, one thing never made sense to me in Space Jam. What's that? Is that Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan, and he lives in a regular suburban house. I don't know. They didn't make a lot as much money as these guys nowadays. I still think he'd be in a fucking bigger house than no, I know. a regular suburban house that anybody can just go I mean, to. Nowadays, he's raking in. I don't and, know. I saw. I, I mean, I saw, endorsements. He's I saw. Free. I saw him in that regular little house, and you know, I took that personal. You did. Yeah. That's okay. Anyway, if you start, if That's you if, if you ever see yourself in a situation where Space Jam Two is on the television, cut it out. Cut it out. I don't know why you keep saying that. It's a popular expression. No, not three times popular. Yes, it is. I'm telling people they have to, when. It's just we've been talking about a lot of things today that I've had to say cut it out to. Yeah, and we belong together. What the hell is that? Is that another Taylor Swift thing? No. Um. So next up, we got Shaq in Curb Your Enthusiasm. But for me, 
I had Shaq in Shazam. Fucking love that's a guilty pleasure of mine. Shazam is you know so <laughs> bad. Isn't it cut isn't it isn't it Kazam? Kazam, that's it. Kazam. Shazam is a fucking good movie. It's a superhero movie. Yeah, with Zachary Levi. Yeah, it's Kazam. It's Kazam with Shaq. That movie sucks, bro. I fucking love Shaq, dude. He's so funny. How come that wasn't your guilty pleasure? Because Love Island is truly a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, I don't know. A lot of people like Love Island. I can't think of many people who like Kazam. I don't know. Anyway. Don't. I prefer him in Kurt. I just love Shaq. I prefer. Okay? Yeah, Shaq is great. Shaq is great. Shaq is. Shaq just plays himself in everything, which is which is fine by me. Honestly, Shaq's performance on uh, what's that show? Inside the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. All those guys: Charles, Kenny Smith, Ernie Johnson. Fucking love that. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Why? I'm I'm dropping. I fucking love that show. Like the uh, pregame, we don't get that. We get shitty TSN. Sportsnet bullshit. We don't get that show at all here? Sometimes we will. On like special nights where it's like uh, the Lakers versus the Warriors or something, they'll have inside the NBA. Or like the All-Star game, they'll have them on. But besides that, it's usually... I'll never... Actually... I'll, I'll never forget the time I saw on... The, you know the clip when on Inside the NBA when Charles Barkley... He's saying this joke, this very like, like rude to women joke, to Kenny Smith. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. like why you never buy your woman a watch?" Do you remember that joke? Do you remember that joke? Yeah, I, I, I don't. But I'm not gonna say it here. But why not? It's not. It's just for uh, for okay remembrance. I, now I'm quoting Charles Barkley. Okay, so yeah, before you try and take this out of context and label me. Misogynist, try to can okay. try to cancel us on Fox News. No, never. I'd love to be canceled um, by Fox News, actually. Anyway, um, so Charles Barkley says, "Why do you never buy your woman a watch? Because there's a clock on the stove, and they all just go wild." And then, is that when he calls the producer a pussy or something? No, that's a different clip. Oh yeah, I mean Charles is is great. There's just so many things he says on that show that should not be said on television, but Charles Barkley gets away with it. It's so good. They're all so good. No, but I remember I specifically so remember that joke because after the joke, he's like 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 they're all like 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 Ernie Johnson is just sitting there face palming, <laughs> like what the fuck show am I on? And then they're all going crazy for the joke, and then somebody says, "Say it again." <laughs> Like you just hear that in the background. Say it again. That's funny. Anyway, uh, how many do we have more? We got two more. Then we, you got everyone can leave. We got two uh, more, and then, uh, then we're done. Next up is uh, Andre the Giant and the Princess Bride. Never in my wildest imagination. Anybody want a peanut? Did I think not that he's fantastic in 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 acting like acting wise, but he's so perfect for his role and oh, it just works so well, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's iconic. It is iconic. And um God, I it's I I don't know what to say about it because it's just Andre the Giant it's being this this big brute yeah. 
but you, you might think that that we're you might think that we don't have much to say because we're recording this at one in the morning, but no, we don't have much to say because he just leaves us speechless. Yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah, go watch it if you if you haven't seen Princess Bride, Living Under a Rock. I don't know. If if you it's haven't seen movie. Princess Bride, turn this off immediately. Go watch it and come back. Yeah, that's how good it is. I'm advocating that you turn off this podcast, which is undoubtedly now. the best thing you're listening to right now. Absolutely. Now, Matt, we saved one last one. We got one last one. And that is, I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Guys, Randy Savage. Randy (laughs) Macho Man Savage as Bonesaw McGraw in the original Spider-Man movie. Now, he's only in it for like, what, 10 minutes? I think maybe? he's in it for. I got you for three minutes. Oh, three so... minutes of peak time. Oh, it's so. Listen, there's no such thing as small roles, only small actors. And Macho Man Randy Savage is most certainly a huge actor. People say this shit all the time. Whenever someone says anything to do with three minutes, if you've seen this movie, that's what you're thinking of. I can guarantee you. I got or you like, for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Like, that's, I'm sorry. Like, that's one of the most iconic things ever said in a movie. Honestly. Or, like, when someone says something about, uh, like, saws or shit, I'm like, Bullseye is ready. ready. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's so many things you can use it for, right? Oh, how, how, how long's the wait? Three minutes. I got you for three minutes. You know, you know, oh, you know, oh, honey, let's go have sex. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> or bone size red. <laughs> yes, both both can apply to sex. Yes. Yeah. So good. It's, it's the greatest thing. It's, it might be one of the greatest scenes in movie history. Honestly, it didn't have to be that good. It was just kind of like introducing you to Spider-Man and what his abilities and this big brute, but he made it so memorable oh, just, and it will live forever. Just incredible. I think that, I think he might be at this point more famous for that scene than for wrestling. Honestly, I, 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 I agree. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's so good. You're going anyway. nowhere. <laughs> so fucking good. There's, he doesn't say like that many things, but they're all classic lines. I think that's really all he says is bone saw is ready and you're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Yeah, I, I think that might be it, but that's all you need. I, I think the only other thing he says is when he cl- is when Spider-Man, you know, goes to the top of the cage. He's like, what are you doing up there? I think that's it. Like, uh, that's it. He's got classic. he's got three. He's got like three lines. Honestly. And like he's like one of the most memorable parts of, if not the most memorable part of that movie, he cemented himself in in cinema history. In in four lines, not even four, not even beautiful lines. It's just incredible, just an incredible performance from an incredible man. Seriously, we named it. We we created a whole segment just so we could play that clip of him. Exactly. That's that's exactly it. Like we skipped. That's how good it is. We skipped it today because we didn't really have anything to talk about. But every week we we have three minutes of playtime where we we talk about whatever fucking shit that we watched or played or whatever during the week. But 
the only reason that segment exists, like I don't care what Jonah, I don't care what Jonah did to entertain himself in the week, and he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care what the fuck I did to entertain myself. But come on, a little bit. Eh, we, we just wanted an excuse. <laughs> we just wanted an excuse for every week to be able to do this. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of heat time. It's the only reason. That's it. We thought we got to play this every week. How can we justify it? Just talk about three minutes of what you've done this week, and uh, yeah, you're good to go. God, what a guy! What a guy! What a guy! And that that about does it, actually. <laughs> That's the last uh, one on the list. Have mercy! What a performance! You're have mercy! What a performance! Cut it out! Uh, I knew you were trouble when you got stepped in. You know, twenty two, uh, two years ago. That's what I age I was. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. You're saying shit, so I'm saying shit too. Listen, man, you got a bad attitude. Yeah. Okay, you got to cut it out. <laughs> what the fuck are you going on about? I I wish I knew so I could s- say something about it. Listen, all you need to know is that this was a test, and clearly you're not a real one. Real ones know. Real ones know what I'm doing. Fuck. I failed. Anyway. Um I think that's the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm drawing a blank space, you know what I'm saying? Um, for what? To end the show? Yeah. Matt, they're all Taylor Swift songs. Every time I've said something that makes no sense, that's Taylor Swift. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. I, now you I, tell me what you're doing. I'm not gonna tell you what I'm doing. The fact that you, <laughs> the fact that you don't know what I'm doing is very disappointing to me. Cut it out. You got a bad attitude. I don't know, dude. Oh, please. You've got to know. Is this Mean Girls? No. Why would it be Mean Girls? I don't know. Why would I be quoting Mean Girls all for two hours? Because you saw it. Because you. Like a week ago. Yeah, but not since last episode. So you're like, I'm going to quote Regina George. No, I saw it before last episode. Not before, not after. I don't know. Very disappointed in you. Real ones know. The real, the, the real ones listening to this, they know. They heard every cut it out and popped. I don't know. Huge pop out of all the real ones when they heard cut it out. Anyway... Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I never watched a show. Very disappointed in you. Um, really? You never watched it? No. Why? Why would you never watch it? I don't know. I, it was never something I watched. Why? Tell tell us. I'm, I don't know. It was, it was something that, it's just something I never got around to. There's other shows that I watched. What did you never get around to, Jonah? Full house. And we're all very sad for you. I know. I mean, I watch Friends and The Office and Seinfeld and all that good stuff, but never got around to that. And we're all sad for you. And Elizabeth Olsen is still a bigger star than those two. I mean, they don't really do anything anymore, so. Yeah, I know. She's also a better actress, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at RealMFresh. Follow me on Instagram at Real underscore MFresh. 
you can follow me on Letterboxd at Real and Fresh, GG Game Tracker at Real and Fresh, and you can follow me as always on OnlyFans at Airblowers. <laughs> Although I don't know if I'm going to keep posting because every time I post, I just get bombarded with porn bots. I know. I saw. I saw. Seen shit on uh, some of the. Yeah. The, I haven't. The twits, I haven't. The I haven't posted in a while because it's just porn bots. That's all I get. It's very. It just turns turns me off from the whole business. Really does. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jonah is gracious. Uh, I'll be posting my Wordle genius scores you, unless they're too bad to post. Did you do Wordle today? No, not today. Oh. But yesterday, you little prick. Oh, that's right, because it is is technically a different day than when we started recording. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you get the word? How many did, did you post your word? I didn't see. Oh, no, I didn't. But I got it in two because I already knew what the word was. How did you know? Because I was watching a stream and I put in cloak and then I'm like, oh shit, someone got banned on someone's stream because they said, I was doing Wordle today and the word was prick. Uh, and um, I was like, that, that triggered that memory. So He got banned because he spoiled the word? Yeah, when he was doing the the Wordle, that's, like, there's no spoilers. Oh, never spoil Wordle, ever. If you spoil Wordle, I wish for you to watch Space Jam 2. When it was r- Robot... They the chat was in emote only mode, and this guy was spamming a robot emote, and he got banned too. Good, good. Remember back when we said we wouldn't wish Space Jam two upon our worst enemy? I take that back. If you spoil Wordle, you should be forced to watch Space Jam two with your eyelids <laughs> taped open, <laughs> like fucking robot chicken, dude. Yeah, like a clockwork orange, oh. just strapped in a chair, eyelids open, forced to watch Space Jam two all day. Did you do? Did you do Loodle? Which is the lewd version of Wordle? I did, but it's not as good. I tried to put in real words. No, you can only and, you can only uh, do inappropriate words for Loodle. Yeah, so I put in cunty and Y was the last letter. And then I was like, it's definitely pussy. The other day so. the other day it was Felch. Felch. Do you know what Felch is? Well, I'm doing Wordle as we speak, and the first word I put in, no letters. Do you know what Felch is, Jonah? No, I don't. Google it. You'll thank me later. I'll Google after the show. So I Google don't it. To... Google it now, so your reaction to the definition is caught on like live. Okay. Forever etched in history, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to change a man's life because once you learn the definition I... of felch, you are not the same. Felching is a sexual act of licking or sucking semen out of a partner's anus. That gave me fucking goosebumps. <laughs> Disgusting. Everybody, everybody on Twitter yesterday, like everybody in this Discord I'm in, we're all freaking out because once they learned the word, they didn't know what the word was when they did the loodle, and they Googled it immediately, and everyone was fucking upset and hurt and traumatized. It was incredible. Jonah, are you traumatized? I am traumatized. I think we should just end it. Uh, actually, Hunter. Hunter first. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, follow Hunter on Twitter and Instagram at TheHunterBishop. Um, give us a five-star review. If you liked this, if you didn't like this, give us a five-star review anyway. Fuck you. And um, go to our blog. I'll leave a link in the description, the therongoblog.wordpress.com. You know, you know what time it is now? No. Time to cut it out.
culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Long Go Productions podcast. <laughs>